Hello and welcome to Perfect Commotion, a media exchange podcast. I'm, well, I'm Alan and this week I'm joined by a bear. Yeah, so this should be episode 14, but sadly we've all been very busy recently, so we haven't actually been able to put out a podcast recently. So apologies for that for a long time. People have been busy, people have been away, not able to record, first Sandy, then Dave, and I'm not blaming them. The rest of us couldn't be involved either word, so we haven't had an episode in a while. Uh, we do have... You could hear Beery just then. You can hear us. Um, we're going to be talking about some things in the future. I don't know what, but we'll give it a go. we still got that um, that album to go. Sandy was keen on doing that, and Dave is also really keen on doing that, so hopefully that should be an episode we'll come with. I think it's... Uh, I'm, now, it's not We Are or Done by Two Gallons, because we've done that before, haven't we, Alan? That was one of the early episodes. If I can find my goddamn music player on my phone. There we go. Uh, it's The Unforgiving Within Temptation. That's, um... I actually don't know which way around that is. Um... Well, yeah, it's going to be one of those. If I go to artists, it should say. Yeah, Within Temptation is the artist, and the album's called The Unforgiving, and Sandy's going to rip me one for that. So we'll see how that goes. Yay! Well, I've been listening to that, and I quite like it, but more on that later on. So this week, feel free to stop listening if you don't want to care. It's not really a real episode. I'm just going to talk for a few minutes, so I feel justified at doing something. So this week, I'm going to talk about Evangelion. See, we were meant to talk about um, Pacific Rim, but... That episode's recording quality is actually incredibly bad. I don't know what happened. I think uh, we all messed up and it's partly my fault because I was the one recording and going to edit that one. So sadly there is a missing episode out that we're not going to have. So anyway, uh, yeah, I was going to talk about Evangelion because Evangelion is uh, surprisingly similar in some regards to Pacific Rim while at the same time being completely different. So the similarities are giant robots piloted by people who seem to have daddy issues. That's a small side note. Um, and this weird idea of the neural link, which is sort of subtly floated in Evangelion and very heavily floated in Pacific Rim. If you haven't seen Pacific Rim, definitely go watch it. Nick's review of it, Nick's and Dave's review of it is, there are giant robots fighting giant aliens. Woo! My review of it is, it's actually really cool and there's some pretty nice intricacy, intricacies in how sort of the neural linking and piloting them work. So basically a review of Pacific Rim is two pilots have to go inside the giant robot to pilot it because the mental strain is too much for one person. But the two people basically, they share their mind with some cool tech wizardry. And a lot of interesting things sprout from that. Not going to say more. So Evangelion, there's a bit of a simpler, similar thing. Giant robot-ish type things. So honest to God, if you don't want spoilers of Evangelion, definitely go watch it. It's absolutely amazing. Watch the entire TV series and then watch that movie. There are some other movies you can start off with, but they get very weird very quickly. So you've got a bit longer to get into it with the TV series. But, I don't know, I'm not going to be the the one to judge you if you go straight into the movies. I mean, some regards of it being a bit shorter and getting to the interesting stuff a bit quicker, but yeah, I think you do miss out on a lot without the TV series. So anyway, so Evangelion, giant robots, and the first episode starts off and it's like weirdly post-apocalyptic. And this kid just turns up to, uh, to Tokyo 3 and he's like, oh god, I've got to go meet my dad meets his dad 
And then, uh, actually, he doesn't meet his dad. Someone picks him up. Giant aliens attacking. Like, oh, God, what's the, what's the hassle? And he drives down. It's like, well, you're the pilot. You've got to fly this thing. So they take him down, put him into a giant robot. And you go, defend the city. And he goes up, flies him into his giant robot thing and starts fighting this alien. It does really badly because he's got no training. But Evangelion is a weird thing where if everything feels like it's happening quickly. But it's actually happening very slowly. So Evangelion's the first episode, I think, takes like 24 hours to go through. That's in like in thing time. It's a bit weird, but I really like it. So the the point of Evangelion is he's got to pilot these things. And it's the responsibility that's put in the shoulders and how he deals with all of that. And like the carrying the whole world, you know, on his shoulders. That's his responsibility. He's got to fight these giant angels, as they're called. Um, and it's actually very interesting to watch it from someone from like a, you know, Christian culture, as most people in the Western world are brought up with. Uh, actually, I shouldn't say that. That's probably... I don't know how true that is. But anyway, most people in the Western world live in countries where the dominant prehistorical culture was sort of Christian. And so it's nice to see all these weird Christian imageries using, being used for very strange reasons. So much like we steal any culture that's not Christian, these Evangelion have just sort of stolen weird little bits of Christian culture. So the angels are all called, well, first of all, angels. They're named after angels. And then when they die, they go with these huge crosses of light. Spoilers, they kill some. And it, oh, well, that's nice to see. But something the Japanese do very well is refusal of the call. Now, it's part of the story of A Thousand Faces. So every story has it. But in particular, animes focus on it more, I think. Especially Evangelion. Evangelion is basically all refusal of the call. And not in a weird way like um, Gurren Lagann which Nick will have a go at me at, because he really likes it. I'm not a huge fan of it. They have a weird mix of refusal of the call, where he's like, oh, I'm not going to do anything. I'm really depressed. And then he's like, oh, but I'll save you this time. Oh, no, back back to being depressed. Oh, I've got, I'll save you this time, but I'm back to being depressed. Whereas Evangelion sort of has none of that. He's sort of very reluctant to take charge anyway. And then he keeps withdrawing. It's all about how he deals with this scenario. And then you discover some really interesting things. So, like, the more I talk, the more spoilers there's going to be. So, I reckon if you think you're going to watch it, and you really don't like spoilers, just go watch it and stop me now. But if you think you can handle some spoilers, want to hear my point of view on it before you jump into it, definitely carry on listening. So, the, uh... Ooh, my mouth's a bit dry. Come back, Beery. I'll probably edit out some of my beer-drinking noises potentially that as well but what was i saying yeah so when you pilot the the angels it's quickly revealed that they're not giant robots they're giant machines and what you thought was armor is actually restraints but they never hide this information from you it's just they don't tell you so they always refer to it as restraints they never refer to it as armor i don't know about the english version but definitely in the uh, translations i saw and it's quickly revealed that these are actually angels and like they're sort of sentient beings anyway. And we restrain them using the armor. And then if you put a second mind inside of them, the two minds can sort of fight between each other. And so you need to have an actual third mind in there to fight against it as well. And as I said, more spoilers coming along. And it turns out all the pilots have their mothers have all died working on these EVA projects. And their mothers all died in these specific units. And so the units actually have like their mothers inside of them. It makes more sense when you watch it and you learn what LCL is and 
you know, there's the big slow build up and you can consider some mystical magical thing, not just sort of like weird giant robot science going on. It's it's a lot more mystical than giant robots. And so, yeah, so they've all got these souls of their mothers inside of it. And so there's actually three minds going along and they have actually a whole episode dedicated to explaining this three mind mechanic. But it's about three AI, which is, oh God, it's fascinating. I like the episode. It really brings a lot of what Evangelion is together. And so if the if the mother, the child, and the the Eevee unit are in discrepancies of what's going to happen, nothing much is going to happen. But if the child and the mother, which usually happens if they agree, then they can take control of the Eevee unit and make it do stuff and control it as if it was a giant robot. And there are some instances where that doesn't happen. And it's never clear if the Eevee unit becomes strong enough and fights against them, or whether the mother decides that the child isn't the best person to be in control and knows that the the actual best thing in the situation is to pass control over to the to the angel and let the angel take control. And like this is in the first episode, you'll see an angel go berserk and it does its task and then it sort of falls asleep. And so I don't know whether that's meant to show the angel wrestling control or the the kid Shinji was sort of lost to his lost to his feelings and sort of sided with the evil unit for no reason. Or whether the mother sort of went I'm not trusting my child in this combat situation. I'm going to go with the big monster thing and see what happens. So anyway, it's really cool. And as you can probably tell, there's a lot in it about how people treat their mothers and how people treat their fathers. And there's all these weird issues brought into it. So almost every character has something weird with their mother going on, something weird with their father going on. There is a character who just is a weird, like, absentee father figure. And he'll just keep coming back. And he's got this weird goatee. And he's got this weird ponytail. And he keeps watering his watermelons. And I can't stress how much he keeps watering his watermelons. It's not constant. It's just he will do it, and he will always do it. And it's it's weird. Probably a point to it, but it's weird. And then if you get all the way through and you watch all the new movies, there is an English character put into it, which is, yeah, cool, but, I mean, that's not until the very end, and she's weird, and I don't know anything about her yet, apart from she's English, and she kicks ass. So I'm happy there. Hmm. So, you know, this is an episode, I don't want to drag it on forever and ever and ever, because usually I'd have Sandy or Dave or Nick even here just going, oh, shut up, go talk about something interesting. And it's odd not having this dynamic of people coming. Sorry, I'm getting into the weird meta-podcasting stuff now, but it's, yeah, it is strange not to have someone to um, to bounce ideas off and to question. And if I run out of words to say, I can't, I can't just go, hmm, Dave, what do you think? Which is always, always useful. But, yeah, I think I've, I've... I've tried my best to sell Evangelion quite quickly. I don't want to do a particularly long episode here, and I'm conscious of the time. So I'd, I'd much rather not quite have explained what Evangelion is than bored you all to death. I did warn you, so I don't feel too bad about it. But I feel like I've done a good enough job of trying to whet your appetite and get you to be interested in it and watch it. Also, new microphone, uh, new audio and equipment, and new recording method. So tell me what you think. Are there any problems? Can you hear my breath too much? I'm con- I, mean, I do have a pop filter, but it's a bigger microphone. Can you hear just weird little sounds too much? Like that car that just went by. Or me drinking my beer. Or me touching my beer, even. I don't know how quite how sense. I'll, I'll listen to it and I'll see if I can stop it. But tell me what you think. And we'll see where it's going. Yeah. So as always, listen up next time. Don't know when we're going to be. We'll try and be in two weeks' time. Part of me says unlikely. Part of me says, yeah, yeah, totally likely. Um, yeah, find us on Twitter, at Perfect Commotion with 1M. Sorry about that. I'm Alan. I'm Octavius404 on Twitter. Um, 
yeah, get in touch. You can email us. You know the email address, but I mean, just tweet me. Or Perfect Commotion. We'll see what see what's going on. I need to add it to my phone. Anyway, yeah, good episode. See you guys. Bye. Beery says bye too. <laughs>